for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle, tonight, it's fun. It's fun it night is. tonight. Yeah. It's a fun night. Joining us in the guest co-host seat, he's the, one of the hosts, are you the host or are you one of the hosts? I'm the host and the brains behind, which is the, not a compliment. The superiority complex Every I Don't worry, I can't say it either. I can't say it. I can't say the name of my own podcast. <laughs> the superiority complex. But we are talking with my friend, Mario. That's right. Did I say your last name right? Yes, you did. I, my stage name, though, is Mar- Del Barrio. Mario Del Barrio. Yeah, which I do for work purposes because I'm, I have a, uh, a non-disclosure. I have a non, what is it, non-social uh, media thing okay that i use so uh, uh, my 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 i almost said persona non grata my nom de plume on the interwebs is mario del barrio gotcha that that's good though you don't want to lose your job was that a long was that explanation i'm gonna ramble a lot because i'm you, nervous did you make that up was that a was that a family when name? i was a del kid barrio? Del, del barrio means of the barrio which is you know oh. body is like so i there was when i was a little kid there was a, my next door neighbor richard always used to call me mario del barrio so i Later on, when I was looking for someone, they like stuck. It's a little play. It's a little. It's it's gonna be the first name that pops up on Trump's deportation list. Trust me. <laughs> Absolutely, you're done. Oh, I'm gone. There's Who certain- is this Del Barrio? <laughs> Look, I bet he has big hands. Look, <laughs> his podcast is not the best. It's it's not great. My podcast is great. Don Junior's got a podcast. That's the second best. <laughs> Eric's got a podcast. And I would bang my daughter. Hey, unless you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> anyone with hands larger than mine, you're out. Look, let us not forget <laughs> what happened on 7-Eleven. On 7-Eleven, I got two hot dogs for 99 And they were the best hot dogs. Let me tell you, that dogs. Slurpee was amazing. Amazing. I love it. For some it, reason, when I think of... The flavor of Slurpee that I love the best is marble and gold. <laughs> <laughs> Ahead, when I think of, of Trump, there's a, I don't know why it was on during the day. I don't know if it was Ellen. I don't know if it was Dr. Oz. I don't know what it was, but uh, Trump was eating a turkey burger and he said, this is delicious. I will never eat a regular hamburger again. And I wonder how many hamburgers he's eaten since. A million. He, he <laughs> ate one as he walked off stage, they handed him one. Okay. So Mario, you and I became fr- friends because... You were a listener of Never Not Funny. I was a listener of Never... I still am a, a subscriber, and then a paid how did, subscriber. How did we connect then the first time? You, I don't remember. You gave your email out, foolishly gave your email out one day, and, okay. uh, and Jimmy six, Pardo six was a pe- guest. Six people emailed me. And, but you had mentioned the fat smash, and at the time I was oh, yeah. struggling with my weight, and I tried the fat smash, and it worked. I lost yeah. A lot of weight, obviously not enough, but uh, as I would come to find later, but I lost a lot of weight and I sent you an email to say, hey, thanks. Okay. And then I said, I thank you because I said, you mentioned the kinks on, uh, on the show and nobody ever talks about the kinks. So, hey, just want to say thanks for bringing the kinks. You're a up. fellow kinks fan. Yeah. And then you, and, you kept in contact with me. And then one day I got an email. You said, hey, Ray Davies is coming to the Canyon Club yeah. and uh, my concert wife, Suzanne, could not make it. Mm-hmm. 
do you want to go to the Ray Davies show? And then I thought, this is where the headline is, local man murdered by comedian. I actually don't think Suzanne is a Ray Davies fan, so I think, um, I don't know. That was a story you sold me. I just wanted to get you in my bed. Mm. Um, he said, it my worked. regular wife doesn't want to go yeah. and is sick of saying no. Can you please? So, so that's when, you, so, so that's when uh, you came out to my house and we went to see Ray Davis. That's right. And we got uh, autographs that night. You did. You showed me the secret, in, uh, secret Canyon Club uh, exit. And then I and got then, two LPs signed. I got face to face and something else. And I forget what I got signed. I think I got maybe uh, a couple of things from the 80s. I think I got. Um, I just remember giving Ray, people what they want and something else. But Ray anyway. was very cool because he just came in and said, hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. Good evening. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was an amazing show we saw that night too. Yes. Then they play then they play acoustic for the first part and then the eighty eights came out and they did their they did all day and all the night. You really got they did all the rockers mm-hmm. with uh, the eighty eight. And then we got back to my house and is that the night my wife made chili? No, that was the night of the that was when we saw him at the Wiltern. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because we've seen him we saw him at, we saw him there and we saw him at the Wiltern. We didn't wait for autographs then. No, but what you did, this is what I loved about the Wiltern show. I drove out from where I live, out in the east suburbs, and then we drove, I drove all the way to Woodland Hills, past the Wiltern, to pick you up and we drove. <laughs> so your wife said, you deserve a bowl of chili for Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know how I convinced you to do that. Because you're Pat Francis. It doesn't make any sense. We'll do your bidding. Eating a mouthful of French fries right now. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Then. Can you describe it to me? So salty and good. Mm. Then, most recently, you and I we saw Dave. Dave solo at the whiskey, at the uh, at the Roxy. Roxy, sorry, at the Roxy. Sorry. We walked to past the whiskey, and uh, and I had and I had Dave signed uh, a solo album for me at the stage. Yeah, you snuck off. You you made a move, and yeah. I, I was half a second too late. Yeah, and I got cut off by a beefy Kings yeah. fan. If if you uh, if you're with Pat Francis and he has something to sign. You could just turn around and he's just, he's gone. Yeah, he was you, gone. you see him egg- entering a door that mm-hmm. says, do not enter. Exactly. got to do it. It was just like closing. my mom used to do in Kmart when I was a kid, but I would, mm-hmm. I would always catch on. She was just trying to leave me behind, but I would somehow. Now, the thing about this Dave Davies show that it, it, I have nightmares about this is that you are a gigantic Star Wars fan. Yes. And we didn't know until the next day, Mark Hamill That's right. was at this show. Yeah. Now, the Roxy... Holds about 300 people. We're, this studio, and this is a compliment to you, this yeah. studio is the size of the it Roxy. Kind of and the show wasn't jammed by no. any... So if we would have known, if we would have had any idea that Mark Hamill was there, we would have seen him, mm-hmm. and we could have met him. Or groped. Yeah. I, he, he, must have had that, uh, he must have had that beard... But I mean, he wasn't even on my radar of no. someone to look. Well, for. you 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 were spotting people left and right. There was the uh, you saw somebody from Blondie. Yeah, Clem Burke was you there. Saw uh, I forgot who else. There was a couple of producers. There was a producer you recognized and somebody else. And then um, and then there was an actress there from. Um, I saw Mark Hamill about a year ago. What was he doing? He was pumping gas in front of me in Santa Monica, at like a Shell gas station. But it was like in he his was, Tie Fighter. No, he was standing there and he just had like the goatee mm-hmm. and like I didn't get a good look and I was like that guy kind of looks like Mark Hamill so then I was like in my car kind of like trying to look so then when I got out to like pump I was like kind of like glancing and he just like looked over and just gave me a nod like yes yes I am seeing he Mark just got Hamill. in his car and drove away did the mechanical hand give it away is that what <laughs> it was the joker laugh oh yeah they're doing the killing joke let's talk about that it's gonna be no great. we're not gonna talk about that oh, sorry that's for your podcast yeah, i forgot to bring that up today thank you for reminding me oh i know who else was uh, i saw there that night was a uh, for, uh, former guest uh 
she uh, took the photographs for the 108 Rock star guitars, Lisa Johnson. Oh, that's right. And, and Rodney Bingenheimer was there. That's right. Rodney on the Rock. And we also went to that documentary where, we, where you sat next to Shell Tellme. Yes, Shell Tellme is the uh, guy who produced the first five Kinks albums. Mm-hmm. And you, were, you, you nudged me. You go, you gave me one of these, like, hey, yeah. check this out. And I was like, who this? <laughs> You're like, Shell Tellme. I was like, oh, yeah. Guy was like 90. Yeah, he's sitting right next to Pat. I forgot that we, I mean, I didn't forget, but I, I, I meant to bring it up tonight, but thank you for reminding me. We went me. to that documentary. Went to that documentary. That and was did that movie never got produced, did it? It never got. Or re- never got theatrical. Because the guy, the guy who made it, it's a great little kinks documentary. Super But great. he needs Ray Davies to sign off on the music. Ah. Uh, That's the problem. I forgot what it was called. Is uh, One Man's Struggle to Reunite the Kinks was the, was the subtitle. What, what is the, what is the animosity? Uh, they just do not. It, it, some people say that it's because Ray was the it, baby until Dave was born, mm-hmm. and then Dave kind of took the spotlight, and Ray was resentful of that and never let it go. It's a 2010 documentary uh, by Jeff Edgers, and it's called "Do It Again." That's what it was, and uh, and it's a really I loved it. It was I liked fantastic. It a lot. Yeah, it had some really cool. And then there's even footage of him. He's in a club one night watching. There's a band called the Cast Off Kinks, and it's all the guys that used to be in the Kinks, and they still play around London and stuff, and they play Kink songs. Yeah. And one night they got word that Ray might jump up on stage, and so he, he was there with the camera crew, and they did see Ray, and Ray was there, but Ray left before they could get That's right. FaceTime with him. So the, that was a great, that was a really sad uh, moment because uh, when Dave explains in that documentary why they don't get along, he just says, "Yeah, just you know, we're like." We, we don't get along, and that's just the way it is. You're just like, God, that's heartbreaking. Because when they're together, yeah, and we talked about that at the Dave Davies show, yeah, they're both still great. They mm-hmm. Dave sounded good. Ray sounds good. Yep. And and Ray actually got up on stage with Dave this past year. Uh, it was may, after that show. It was after that show. May, hopefully, uh, Andrew Rich can find that and uh, throw that up in the show notes. But uh, and that wasn't planned. Ray just came and. And they shouted at each other for they about yelled an hour. They yelled at each other. They fought. And he said, "You took my train set." And yeah. it just—it was—it was horrible. And they but, played a um, bunch of Oasis songs. Uh, well, I love—I love Mario. I love uh, Mario's a funny dude. He's uh, Mario. You also, we Don't also sell it. We also went. <laughs> Don't oversell it. We also went. Uh, we went to a Dodger game. Oh, and, you surprised me with the, the presence I didn't, I didn't, of. Uh, I didn't tell you Pardo was going to be. Well, you didn't tell me Chip Chinnery was going to be there, and then I Chip Chinnery and Pardo there. Yeah, and. Uh, I turn after, around and there's Jimmy Pardo at the snack bar. And after the uh, after the game, you left, and then the three of us had driven together. And um, and when we're leaving, Pardo goes, "I like that Mario. Mario gets it." Wow. Because you said you said something that made us laugh so hard, and we still reference it that night. There was a, you know when someone will blow up a beach ball and bat it around at the yeah. ball game. So they're batting around, and the, this beach ball was from the ninety nine cent store, and it had the ninety nine cent store logo emblazoned. All over it. So people were batting it around. And the, the way you phrased it was gorgeous. You turned to us and you said, what do you think a ball like that goes for? <laughs> and we just lost our mind. It was these, so funny. These are the gems you can hear on the Superior. No, complex. seriously. <laughs> don't, you're selling yourself short. You're super, Thank super, you, Patrick. super funny dude. So can anyway, I call you Patrick? Do whatever. I don't care. Pat. Call me Dave. Ray and Dave. Yeah, that's... So we share this love of the Kinks. We do. And it, you know what? Honestly, that I really did, with all sincerity, mean when I sent you that email. Yeah. It was nice to hear someone champion the Kinks. 
Well, it's um, you know, like I, we did a cheap trick show, and I did it with Suzanne Mitri, uh, Suzanne Dillingham. Mitri's her maiden name, and I still call her that sometimes. But uh, I like to sit down with someone who shares a love of of the band because they're going to talk the most passionately about it, and they're sure. gonna, and they're going to know the most. Um, so we're going to do a, Again, a kinks. Don't we're, oversell. <laughs> we're doing this kinks episode tonight, and we're going to do it the way we did the Rolling Stones episode. We're just we're going to concentrate on the '60s era. And then Mario will come back. Maybe later in the year we'll do seventies, and then uh, and then it'll be like the Marvel universe. Then early in two thousand seventeen, we'll do the eighties and beyond. But um, here's the thing uh, about the the Kinks: where, where do you put them? If I just name the four, if I if I say the Stones, the Beatles, the Who, and the Kinks, mm-hmm. where do you put the Kinks? for me? For you, the Kinks are on top. They're on top. Honest to God, yeah. Uh, because we we talked a little bit about this before the the show. Uh, <clears throat> I've never been the biggest Beatles fan, and I get taken a task for that a lot. Um, but it just wasn't in my it, it just wasn't in my I don't know what's the word wasn't in my DNA. No, well, my brothers, I got a lot of musical knowledge from my brothers, and they missed the Beatles by a couple yeah. of years. Because I'm thinking, if it was in your DNA, you're a big Jose Feliciano fan. Oh, of course, yeah, that and just uh, Esquivel. Yeah, have you ever heard of Esquivel? Yeah, Escobar, <laughs> Rodriguez, yeah, 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 you like Esca- Rodriguez, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then uh, Ozo Motley, of course, and sure. Los Lobos. Los, I almost wore the glasses. Los Lobos, that's like yeah, yeah. that's like your king. Oh yeah, oh, cool. yeah, that that's band. it. Yeah, we just follow them around. They're like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> so the Kinks are number one. Kinks for you. are number one. The reason was because I I just missed out on the Beatles, and it's not that I dislike the Beatles, but they just they they were really overplayed in when I was coming up. Yeah, you just heard and you heard the same eight ten songs. Yeah, and um, the, the Stones. I love the song. I'd probably put the Stones at number two. Mm-hmm. Just body of work and yeah you know and they're still doing it and they're still doing it and you know but when you look at the body of work between the stones and the kinks the kinks are much more eclectic they're all over the place yeah they have albums that sound complete you know a lot of the stones albums sound you know very yeah they found what they do and then they and did there's, the there's best. nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong and the who i mean the who are the who yeah. i mean that's well we kind of broke rock. we kind of broke it down at the before we started recording it where where we said that the, the beatles are a pop band Yes, they are. Uh, the original boy band. And yeah. People get mad at that, but it's kind of true. Uh, the Stones are a rock band. Mm-hmm. The Who are a hard rock band. And the Kinks kind of do all of that. It's, there's a Venn diagram. Yeah. They're, they're, they're hitting it all. Yeah. Now, tonight when we, when we, um, when we do uh, the 60s, you won't, you won't hear that much of the, of the hard rock. You'll hear some. But I think that happens more in the late 70s, 80s when they actually become mm-hmm. an arena act. And man, I love that period. But that'll be in 2017, uh, right after we come out right after Ant-Man 3. Um, but uh, and the thing about the Kinks is everyone knows the Beatles. Everyone knows the Stones. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows the Who. But when you find someone that knows the Kinks, it's like you're in a secret club. Yeah, it really is. If you, if you find someone that knows beyond the five songs that everybody knows. Yes, the five songs. And those are... You really got me. All day and all the night. Uh, Lola. Lola. Oh, that's uh, it. We're done. Uh, uh, maybe Cellular Lloyd Heroes. Yeah. Uh, uh, till come the end dancing. Of, till the end of the day, come dancing. Come dancing, yeah. Yeah, but if you know anyone that knows any other song other than those mm-hmm. six, then you're like, whoa. Or if they can name an album, do you like the soap opera album? What did you just say to me? Exactly. You know, you just yeah. literally, you're like, are all you- tears welling Are up? you fucking with me right now? <laughs> um- Without the aid of, of Wikipedia or, you know, Google, yeah. they can just name a, you know. I know. It's nuts. But when you find people that love it, they love mm-hmm. it. It's there. They are. There's no, 
sort of, yeah, they're okay. You either love them or they're, you know, they're not for you. Right. They're one of those bands. And Ray, Ray never shied away from singing in his Cockney accent nope. sometimes. They're the and most English of all those they're bands. They're the most English because Ray writes, exa- writes about exactly what's going on around them or in the neighborhood. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, what do I want to say? It's so specific. Yeah. I was thinking when I was listening to some of these songs, you know, Ray always takes the role of a narrator. Mm -hmm. He's almost like the watcher in Marvel comics where he's reporting, he's seeing what's going on and and reporting everything. And he's, that's the thing that differentiates them from, um, I mean, you get it a little bit with like Eleanor Rigby and things Mm -hmm. like that. Right. But there's so many of these little character studies. Yeah. You know, it's almost like the cast of a movie or something. Absolutely. And uh, it's just, it's a credit to Ray and his, his genius that he's got that sort of, um, that, that kind of he can write that way, and unlike uh, the Beatles had Lennon and McCarthy writing McCartney writing together, and then Ringo would write Joe McCarthy. Joe McCarthy, <laughs> yeah, they were rounded up pretty fast. They were, they were out of there, uh, blackballed, <laughs> naming names <laughs> left and right. And then Harrison and Ringo would write songs too. Sure. And then uh, it was you know Jagger and Richards write all the songs, mm-hmm. and then uh, Townsend he writes all the songs solo. But Ray Davies has written three times as many songs yeah. as Pete Townsend all by himself. And after the fifth album, I think it is, Ray produces all the Kinks albums yeah. by himself. And I find a lot of times artists can't, aren't good at producing mm-hmm. themselves, but he is. Yeah. He knows what, the, you know what, it's funny about that band is they, they definitely had limitations. I don't think they were, uh, <clears throat> they weren't as, you know, great not, of musicians as no, some of the No, they're not the flashiest band. players. No. The but, who the who are the best musicians? But he knows what can they we can agree do. on that. Let's agree on. Are that. you just trying to ignore me when no, I say something? I'm like that? I'm, I'm trying to just get this thought out and not sound <laughs> okay, like an idiot. Go and ahead. Really, what it is, Pat? Because... Too late. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, no, but I think that uh, that they weren't the best musicians, but Ray knew how to play to their strengths. And and I was really dissecting a lot of the songs on this list before we got started, and, and really breaking it down. And they knew what they could do, and they knew what they couldn't do. And uh, they wouldn't kind of go beyond their... I mean, that's not to say they weren't great. But I think that Ray and Dave needed each other because Ray was very much the writer, and and Dave was the guy that kind of brought the rock and roll to it. And he never let it get too far into the... the even when they're doing their most theatrical, you hear Ray or yeah. Dave doing his thing, you know, so... Now, the era that we're going to, because we were just going to do a Kinks episode, and then when we started getting into this, I'm like, I, we can't cover it properly if we try to do every era and 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 all these, um, how many albums? So you picked 65 to six, or 64 to 69. Yeah, just the 60s. And uh, I had... Because they, they have 24 studio albums. You told me pick 15 tracks. I brought 28. I know. I told you to pick 15, and I have 35. <laughs> I know. Kyle's so, in, so no one's good at following directions. Kyle's nope, in for a us. late night. Well, and I have overlaps just in case. I brought zero, so you guys don't have oh, to worry. Kyle, how okay. do you feel about the Kinks? If I can hijack I, the show for a um, second, I, I only really know the hits. Yeah, I think he's a young kid, so he's gonna he's gonna hear this stuff and, and hate it. No, you know what? <laughs> no, I, I no, I think I'll like because it because even though I was listening to if I if I may, I was listening to the show before, and a lot of stuff you like is melodic, even though it's yeah. more metal, mm-hmm. and a lot of the, I mean. The kinks are all about that melody after a certain point, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. you might, I think you might like it. Yeah, I hope so. So this because we need you to be awake to run the board. <laughs> this whole '60s era is it's Ray Davies, it's Dave Davies, it's Mick Avery, it's Pete Quaife, and then whoa, whoa. and then and then John 
John Dalton. John Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John uh, Dalton uh, takes uh, over base for Pete Quaif. Pete Quaif gets in an accident mm-hmm. after Village Green. Yes. And uh, and so he has to uh, fill fill in on uh, a little bit uh, for uh, on, on Arthur, which was their last oh, album of the sixties. Um, I can't wait till two right. in the morning when we finally get to Arthur. I know. Be How long have we been recording so far, Kyle? Forty-five minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Oh, that's cool. One song. That's cool. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go in chronological order. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. And uh, I'm gonna let you go first. You're gonna play something off the self-titled uh, just Kinks album. Well, here's what we. I have a single to kick it off. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask Kyle to go to the very last. Uh, yeah, that's it. The very last track, and just start it from the beginning because I want to put the. I want to put the kinks in some context. And uh, every British band at the time, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the right one? Perfect. Okay, yep, cool. Yep, yep, the one you have highlighted. Um, everybody at this time is trying to cash in on the Beatles. And meanwhile, the Beatles are basically cashing in on guys like Carl Perkins and Chuck Berry and a lot of stuff that was being played over here and kind of ignored. And so their very first, this was actually unreleased, uh, but it was, a, it was an album They were. that was a bid for their... For their uh, for their debut song, and it didn't make it. But uh, let's see how much, uh, like the Beatles, the uh, the Kings sound. This is their cover of Little Richard's "Long Tall Sally." That's good. Now, you see they sound a lot like the Beatles in that track. Purposefully, though. Purposely. It was basically the... Everybody's trying to grab onto the Beatles because they're a cash cow. Um, Fun fact, Mick Avery did not get to play the drums on that. He was was relegated to the tambourine. Really? But Dave, Dave's got the sound. He already knows how to play these kind of bluesy, he Bo Diddley, Chuck mm-hmm. Berry kind of riffs, which are really going to help him later on. But I think that's an interesting track. When I first heard it, I was like, yeah. wow, they really are, they're trying to get them. I don't think that was a, a conscious choice by the Kinks. I think that was the producer saying. Yeah, the label. And when you listen to the first Kinks album, uh, the self-titled one, you you really got me, which is the, mm-hmm. the, the breakout hit. That sounds so much different than everything else. Yeah, it really album, does. Because it's all stuff like that on the first album. Well, the first song I'm going to play from the first album, simply called the King, simply called Kinks, is a song called "Just Can't Go to Sleep." Oh. Also, if you're uh, listening uh, through headphones today, uh, know that all the songs I'm playing are, are in mono. Uh, if you are listening in headphones today, I know that mine are not. <laughs> not all of them. I bought, I bought this uh, mono box set. It's got uh, the first uh, all the '60s albums, mm-hmm. and then it's got a disc of just the EPs, and then two discs of all the singles. And uh, I got that when it first came out. And now it's 
it was really a limited run. It's out of print and like yeah. it sells on Amazon has like it's like two hundred fifty bucks now. Was I, that I the don't... box set you got from uh, Kissing Too Much? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Just I don't even know what that. One. I don't even know what that. Mono. Means. Oh, I I get it. Okay. Kyle, these are the <laughs> trash, these are the jokes. Trash the file. We're at twenty four <laughs> minutes. Turn everything down. <laughs> We're out. We're done. There was a year in my high school where, like, all the cheerleaders had mono and were out. And so did the science teacher. <laughs> Whoa! What's your next tune, Mr. Martin? Uh, well, we're gonna go, we're gonna go into a we're gonna go into the cracks. So uh, this is a single that was released uh, after the Kinks album, mm-hmm. uh, the self-titled Kinks album, and before uh, their second album, which was, uh, I believe, kind of Kinks. Yep. Uh, and this is uh, one that you've all heard of. This one is probably their, one of their most rocking, if I may sound like a nerd when I say rocking. And uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna queue up uh, all day and all the night. Nice. I'm not content to be with you in the daytime. Girl, I want to be with you all of the time. Think about that. That's 64. So the Beatles are still kind of, I want to hold your hand. Yeah. The Stones haven't done Satisfaction yet. Nope. The Who is, if they're around, they're not making any waves just yet. Nope. Can you imagine hearing that for the first time? And hearing that guitar sound, that fuzzy, just rocking. I mean, that's... Is it okay if I say rocking? Rocking. <laughs> With the apostrophe. I said rocking. Rocking. I'm a fucking nerd. I just said fucking. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> Now think that's ten years before punk. That's mm-hmm. ten years before, yeah. uh, you know, metal's not around just yet. Zeppelin hasn't broken out. I wonder what that was like to hear for the first time. That's a that's an undeniable rock and roll classic. As my friend John Sandy said, uh, who hi, John. He's, he's the guy. Hi, shout out to John because he got me into the Kinks. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Um, he that that's if you had to explain to someone who'd never heard rock and roll before, just give them that. Like here. Here, here's this is this it. song. Talk to me in three minutes and see if you understand. And you will, you know, they would. God, that's great. I, um, I'm such a nerd when uh, my wife and I went to, uh, and this will also tell you how people don't know, even in their home land, about them that much. Uh, we were in London one year, and my wife goes, uh, what, do you want, what do you want to do next time we go to London? I go, I want to go see Conk Studios. You know, even though you can't get in, it's yeah, just the outside. You want to see? I want to see where Ray and Dave were born and where they wrote "You Really Got Me." And I want to go to the—I'm going to say it right—the Clishold Arms, Chris Hold Arms, where they the, first played the pub. Yeah, yeah, the pub, which is across the across street, the street. From your house. Did you go? Yes, I did. But we got in a cab, you know, to go to these places. And the guy goes, "Where are you going?" And we're like, "Oh, we're kind of doing a Kinks tour." And he's like, "The Kinks." And this guy was like, you know, in his sixties, he should have known. Yeah. He would have like, been ground zero. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't know. So we just gave him addresses, and but it was great. Yeah, it was amazing. It was so much fun. 
That it was is so. It was really cool. I'm very jealous. And then we went to went to a couple other places where where they were known to have played. And did anyone? I'm. You know what? I've noticed that the people of well, what, the pub had all kind of memorabilia inside. Yeah, yeah. So people That's didn't. And they go, that. "Oh, maybe it's in these pictures. We don't know who these are of." <laughs> <laughs> I think these are the owners' boys. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a Ruby Tuesdays. There's just yeah. shit on the walls, and there's a tennis racket. And now, would you like? Uh, would you, we have a new thing on the menu? Would you like a Lola burger? <laughs> we think it might have been named for the owner's wife. Every Tuesday night, we invite you to come dancing. Hey, where do you get that Lola burger? Is that is that from the Animal Farm? <laughs> Oh, yes, thank you. That's a deep album that was a cut deep joke. Village Green Preservation. All right, so you just played a classic track. I'm going to play another song off their first album. Uh, if you do know this song, you probably know it because Pretenders covered it on their oh, I love this. debut I album. This is called Stop Your Sobbing. It is time for you to stop all of your sobbing. This is time. Stop sobbing now, yeah. Stop it, stop it. Yeah, Also, I have to give a shout out to Wes Anderson, who uses a lot of Kinks songs on his soundtracks, and he uses like some deep album mm-hmm. cuts to where you're like, "That's a really great song." Uh, he uses n- n- uh, "There's Nothing That'll Stop Me Worrying About That Girl" and yep. uh, "Rushmore." Yep. Originally, I guess he wanted to use all Kinks songs for that, <sighs> and then change his mind at the last second. Damn, Wes. But he still gives him he still gives him love. Yeah, he does. The, I knew you were gonna play "Stop Your Sobbing" because you're a big Pretenders fan, so yep. I, I deferred to you. No, well, thank you because you're the host, and also you told me, "Do not, don't you dare play Stop Your Sobbing." Fifty five more songs to play. Or you'll be yeah. What's up? Who who's that? Well, let's keep it in the mellow. Let's keep it in the mellow okay. vein. And uh, this is off. This is another single uh, released post uh, in 1964, but post uh, Kink's uh, debut album. It's. Uh, called a set me free No, I know. Like it's weird, but you just do yeah, it. it seems dismissive. It does. <laughs> and then the, it's the, fine. the B-side to that was I Need You. Which is, I have Phenomenal. Written, I have it down there, too. Should we, should we just, do you want to go Is ahead? it on your list? I have it. Do you have it? No, I don't. Go. I need you. Yeah, that, that's some tambourine in there. Aggressive. <laughs> Angry tambourine. Before cowbell, there was tambourine. How am I doing here? Air tambourine. But that riff, it's that same riff. That's amazing. It's a tightly held tambourine. It is. Very tight. And probably Ray, because Ray had a hard time playing rhythm along with w- w- singing. Yeah. So he's probably, you know, getting some tambourine. frustration out at his brother. That might be hit against the side. Angry Tambourine is a great fantasy baseball team. <laughs> that, uh... 
if you bought that single and flipped it over, you're that's gold. That's it. Both of those songs and are I amazing. And I Need You is not a well-known song by No, now. it's great, though. I love it. It's one of my favorites. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Now, you know, back in the day, here's what would happen. They'd release an LP, and they would be releasing these singles that weren't on the LPs, and then they'd throw in an EP. Yeah. So I'm going to play something off uh, their first EP called Kink Size Hits. Uh, this is a song called I Gotta Move. Oh, good one. Going back to uh, "Set Me Free," uh, that that went to number nine in the UK. It went to number that went to number twenty three in the US. That's not bad. No, that's top forty. And you would yeah. think you would think that we, we would know that song. That's a good one too. A lot of melody, a lot of yeah. Real- you would think people would know that more than they do. Did it go to number twenty three and then drop to number two hundred and four? Maybe it's crazy. It's you know, but the sixties where that everything was on, everything was in the top forty at one time yeah. or another, and it was all. It was all different, so who you knows? Could, yeah, so how many people can claim? We, like, we can sit here all night and try to figure out why the kinks, why the kinks aren't more well known, and it, it's frustrating. But it is frustrating because you and I always end up having that conversation. Yes, it, it never. Whenever we it go see, we, we always go how because we have nothing else in common. That's right. That's it. <laughs> we don't like the same things. No, you're 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 voting for Trump. We had that conversation. Yeah, you're, and you're a cruise guy. Oh yeah, all the way. Well, I got to stick with my Latin brother. You That's know? true. Yeah, even though he'll betray me. <laughs> What's your next tune? Yes, Kyle, you were going to say uh, funny? No, I wasn't. You laugh it up? No, I wasn't. Kyle, Kyle's giving us the... Kyle, how, do you, how, how are these songs resonating with you currently? They're good. I like them. My daughter's 15, and she enjoys when I play the kinks. My daughter, I, I picked, um, picked her up from school today, and mm-hmm. I was trying to get myself ready mentally. Mm-hmm. She was singing right along, and so I played them for her since it, she was a baby. And you told her to shut up? I was like, hey. Trying to get... <laughs> I was like, I said, do you like this song? She said, yeah. I said, so do I. So she, now shut up so I could listen to it. <laughs> Here's what my 11-year-old was singing today in the car. She just started to go, I don't know where I'm going, <laughs> but I sure know where I've been. Hanging on the promises of songs of yesterday. And she's like doing it to make me laugh. Don't you love it? Yeah, I That's do. what you've done. Yeah, that's what you've that's been what doing. Another I made her mean. like White Snake. Daddy, what's White Snake mean? Get in the car. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna. Do you What's the song slided in about? What is it? Is it a slide whistle? I don't. So uh, the next album is uh, is, is uh, called. Uh, I don't know why I'm stuttering. Kind of kinks. Kind of kinks. Do you mind if I skip ahead a little bit to kind of kinks, or do you still have some stuff off of the? Uh, no, you just you just motor along. All right, we're gonna go uh, down to uh, track uh, 19 on your list there, uh, Kyle. I'm sorry, it jumped. No, that's okay. And uh, this is uh, this is a really nice song off. It's called. Uh, I say this to my daughter every day when, when I'm getting yep, ready to take her to school. Uh, let's go to track 19. And Is this tired? Of waiting for Yep. Let me remove that from my list. We've had two crossovers so far. I 
give Kyle the thumbs up. That feels less. That's fun. better. Well, now, when Murray gives the thumbs up, he does it in a very dismissive <laughs> manner, and usually that means turn it up. Oh, no, I just, I'll go like this. See, um, I do this. I go. Yeah, yeah. Put it down. Wow, that's really cool. That's I, the way Trump probably talks to his manservant. Are you texting? Hey, you listen, texting? I promise you this. I promise you, as soon as I become president, Cruz is out of the country. He can never, go back had, to Canada. He can go down south. Either way, we're building a wall both sides. I know this is a kink show, but has, has Trump met Paul Stanley? Have they crossed paths yet? Because, look, the best candy bar you can buy is a Butterfinger, and the best music you can listen to is the music of Paul Stanley and Kiss. That's right, Mr. Trump. <laughs> I, love, I love everything about Trump. I like his hotels. I like his schools. I like his like his wife, Melania. She's sweet. The only cruise I want to be on is the Kiss Cruise. The Kiss Cruise is the best. You're stuck on a boat with us. You can't get away from our music, no matter how hard you try. We'll play it with makeup, without makeup, acoustic. Sometimes we'll do solo tunes. Then we're down by the pool, just splashing around, swimming. Last year, Gene was on the slide. What, what kind of, what kind of, uh, like, what do you wear swimming? Oh, I wear Speedo. <laughs> Paul, uh, do you like uh, this band we're talking about? I, I forgot their name. Oh, I love the Kinks. They're great. <laughs> yeah. Ray are, Davies. <laughs> Dave Davies. What are some of your favorite Kinks songs? Oh, I like it. My, so many. Stop your sobbing. I know you played that one earlier. I also like Sunny Afternoon. I like Starstruck. <laughs> Waterloo Sunset might possibly be one of the best songs ever written. It's stupendous. Uh, there's, a, there's a song uh, Ray did in the early 80s, and it's, it's, it's got the same name as one of your albums. Uh, Let me think about that now. Yeah. Hmm. It, it's actually a takeoff on All Day and All of the Night. Um, oh, Hot in the Shade. <laughs> Are you talking about rock and roll all night, party every no, day? No, no, no. It's the name of one of your albums. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Give me the Search of the D. Uh, Dynasty. No. Paranoia. Just the kid. Paranoia, you, uh, what's the word? Destroyer. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Sometimes my brain isn't working. Destroyer's great. I'm talking about my album. Oh, yeah. What do you think of the song? By Ray Davies? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Enough of this nonsense. <laughs> Something you'd say. Stupendous. Stupendous, I know. Spectacular. Uh, let's go to that Wes Anderson song we talked about. This is also from the second album, Kind of Kinks. Nothing in the world can stop me worrying about that girl. Man, a girl fell in love, glad as I can be. Man, a girl fell in love, glad as I can be. But I think all the time, is she true to me? Cause there's nothing in this world to stop me worrying about that girl. Meanwhile, someone's opening a letter and there's a close-up shot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> framed. Most of the songs that we'll play tonight are under three minutes, too. Yeah. They're all... So we should just, just do the whole... Just play them in their entirety. <laughs> Play them in their entirety. We could. We can't get in trouble, can we? If we played all 33 of my songs, iTunes tells me that would be an hour and 28 minutes. Oh, people would rather listen to that than us talk. Or at least me. Start them up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a track here, and this would have been perfect for Mr. Stanley. What if you told me you don't have any more songs? That's it. That's my list. <laughs> That's it. I, 
Surprise. I like them, but not that much. <laughs> They're only my favorite band. Uh, so if you go to Who is your favorite band? The Kinks. The Kinks is your number one. The Kinks one. is my number one. That's why you're here, buddy. The Kinks is my number one. Oh. Is that weird to say? No. It, it, you know what it is weird to say? That Beastie Boys is my number two. That's a weird drop off. It's a different mm-hmm. drop off. That's a weird, but uh, you know, shout out to Matt Belknap. Yeah. Uh, See, Cheap Tricks is my number one, and then Damn Yankees. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Because you, you love Nugent? You like true. his politics. No. Just his politics. Just his politics. Yeah. He's his right. music, not so much. Yeah, he's right. Let's hear it. Uh, so we're going to go to track five, and I wish uh, Paul Stanley would introduce this song, but you'll know it. This is a B-side from 1965. We're going to start this at about 138. Oh, can I guess what it is? Yes. Is it Set Me Free? No, we already played Set Me. Oh, that's right. Is it See My Friends? No. I'm glad you have that, though, because I didn't put that I don't on. have it. I'm reading off a list. Okay. Uh, this, is a, this is a B-side. Um, this is a B-side to... A song we're going to hear in a minute, but uh, I just want you to hear the, the little guitar solo on this, because this is Dave just doing some work right here. This is uh, Sitting on My Sofa. It's oh, a great song. A B side. That is a B side. I know it's ridiculous. Anyone else? The that, single, just the singles, rock so hard. And that's what we're. And this is them. This is their early stuff. And this. Yeah. And we. What did you say at the top that we weren't going to hear a lot of, <laughs> of rock? Really? I but, know, and we are. But yeah, that's that's the Kinks. They yeah. just they wear a lot of different hats. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on kind of Kinks, Kyle. If you could play for me a song called "Come On Now." Oh. that is so great i'm gonna say that about every song i know it's so funny like yoko i'm gonna play this and i'm like yes and then i and then we do that uh, we do the same thing <laughs> I have a. Uh, I would like to say uh, on the first uh, the first Kinks album, which we already covered, but Jimmy Page plays twelve string guitar and acoustic guitar on it, and Rock and Peace John Lord from oh. Deep Purple he plays piano on the album. That's what I wanted to come up with. Uh, there was a controversy that uh, that uh, he actually played the solo on "You Really Got Me." Well, that's bullshit. He, he came out later and said it. Yeah, and- Mario, you take that back. <laughs> Well, what's great is Ray, who never defends his brother, said, why would someone like Jimmy Page want to take that away from my brother? Like, you've done everything. Yeah, you've done everything. You need that, too? So, to me, that really, I think that really kind of put that story to rest. Because if Ray's going to stick up, if anybody's going to come and slam Dave and say, yeah, he didn't play that, it's going to be Ray. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Dave Davies plays all the guitar on Coverdale Page. Well, there you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Led Zeppelin four. That was Dave Davies Dave all Davies. over the place. Yeah. What, what do you got in the holster? Well, let me. Well, I got. Mario's got notes. He's now Mario's got a notebook and notes. He's got a pen. He brought a magazine. He wore a kink shirt. Kyle, who is he more prepared than? Uh, Murray. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, the only reason I brought notes is because I didn't. You told me you wanted a strict chronological order, or you said there would be spankings. Well, the spanking part is just for fun. Oh, okay. It's going to happen either way. Then forget it. Uh, I'm going to drop a little. Uh, I'm going to drop another single, and this is kind of a, a turn. This is kind of where Ray starts getting more. Uh, you start to see some of his songwriting skills come out, and this is going to be track six, Mr. Kyle. If you would please. Ah, uh, it's on my list. I'm taking it off. I knew this was going to happen. They seek him here. They seek him there His clothes are loud But never square Square It will make or break him So he's got to buy the best Cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion And when he does His little rounds Round the boutiques Of London town Pursuing all the latest fads and trends Cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion Oh yes he is Oh yes he is Oh yes he is Now you know Ray saw this guy He saw this guy somewhere And he wrote this song about this guy You know who that is right? No You really don't know the story? I don't know the story This is how much of a bastard Ray is That song's about Dave He made fun of Dave because Dave was kind of a, like... He's stylish. He's stylish. He He liked clothes. Yeah, he did. But remember, Ray... He was a fancy boy. Ray is married at the same... And if you listen to the end, when he's just saying dedicated follower of fashion Mm -hmm. over and over, he's implying, he's like, dedicated follower of fashion? Like, you get my meaning? Yes. And the song's about his brother. very sarcastic. And then he makes him sing it. (laughs) It's like, we're going to write this song. We're going to play this great new song. That's great. By the way, it's about you and Co. That's great. That is uh, one more from Kind of Kinks. Uh, you shouldn't be sad. Oh. <laughs> Can't you see? Can't you see? Can't you see by the look in my eyes? Can't you see? Can't you see? Can't you see? I'm in paradise. So many hidden gems, people. Dig. I hope we're not the only two that are enjoying this. This is it. No, my buddy John Sandy's going to listen. He already told me. He's like, tell me where I can find this podcast. Rock in peace, John Sandy. He's, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good egg. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's oh, my co-host. He said he was going to listen. He's the co-host. I'm joking. He's the co-host on my podcast. I know. I threw out yeah. a rock and peace to be yeah, funny. That's good. He, does, he won't know what that means. No, he won't. He doesn't. But you, if you put the never not funny curse on him, I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to be down a co-host. Basically. I won't talk to. I won't talk about him when never not funny. You better. You better get out there. I don't talk about anyone. Driving right a Whittier. Bring my own name up. What uh, What's your next tune, Mister uh, Kingsman? We're going to go to. We're going to go to track twenty-seven. I'm going to throw another. Another, uh, this is from the King Controversy, and uh, this is another hidden gem, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to let it speak for itself. It's right. number, uh, 
different, but uh, so if you just want to say, say the song, uh, it's uh, I'm on an island. Is it on there? It should be at the very end of the list, Kyle. Uh, Is it not on there? Did it not make the cut? Oh, whoops, I'm looking at the wrong list. That might be why. There you go. There we go. You got it. Kyle literally had the microphone right up his nose. Write a song like did he write a song every day? I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> everything he saw, yeah, everything he saw. I'm on and out. I just wrote it down. That was when he was crossing the street and he couldn't get in between the traffic. <laughs> yeah, He's so like, he I'm wrote on it. and I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna before Mario plays it. I'm gonna steal a song from Kink Controversy. Please play till the end of the day. Ah, this was next on my list. Till the end of the day. This is my, by the way. Shout out to my daughter. This is her favorite. This is great. Baby, I feel good From the moment I rise Feel good from Insanely good. Yeah. And again, that riff, it's a very simple riff, but it's these power chords that no one else is doing. So they have like a jump on everybody for a couple of years, or at least a year. Because all this, actually, everything we've heard so far was recorded in the span of a year. Yeah, it's nuts. From 64 to 65. Yeah, it's incredible. Did anyone else just hear a moan? <laughs> I did hear a moan. Did you? I did not. That was weird. We don't care about people. <laughs> it could be someone injured and you're not even trying to help them uh your turn mario well here's the thing i i you since you stole my song i have to jump ahead all right i i don't want to do you still have something from uh from king's controversy mm-hmm. um you want to go because i got to do that double yeah uh you play kyle for me let's hear when i see that girl of mine <sighs> And then, Mario, I'm going to play one more from the King Controversy. This is the other song that Van Halen covered, and this is on from their Diver Down album. Uh, Van Halen's version was from Diver Down. Uh, this is Where Have All the Good Times Gone. Oh, yeah. Well, if my 
stop to worry about a thing Open up and shout it out and never try to sing Wondering if I done wrong Will this depression last for long? Won't you tell me Hear Dave on the back of the vocals Covering You Really Got Me was ballsy, but covering uh, Where Have All the Good Times Gone, that was inspired because of all the songs, and they pulled that one. I'm going to assume, I think David Lee Roth probably was the Kinks fan in that band. Maybe. Because Eddie seems to, will tell you he really doesn't have any influences and doesn't listen <laughs> to any music, and blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I think there's a lot of, I think Dave being a showman would have probably been drawn to Ray like in the 70s. Yep. And he would have been drawn to Dave's flamboyant... Uh, Costumes, and I think yeah, there, you go. there yeah. you go. And then also, I think David Lee Roth kind of fancies himself like a song. Are you know a songwriter? So he probably someone to look up to. I wouldn't doubt it. I didn't say he was right. Right, he I fancies, said he fancies himself. himself. Does a great Louis Prima impersonation though. Did you ever see the Kinks in concert? No, not as a not as a complete unit. How about you? Uh, I did. I saw them. I saw them in ninety. Was it ninety three? On the Phobia tour, their last ah, okay. studio album, I saw them at, uh, in Merrillville, Indiana. How was it? It was amazing, and it was like half packed this place. And then, um, <sighs> and then, what really sucked is uh, a comedian I knew at the time, uh, a horrible comedian. Um, he was opening for them, and I, as soon as he came out, I was like, "Fuck!" If I knew he was opening, I would have called him, and he probably could have brought me back. Back there, and that man's name was Ken Severa. <laughs> you just named yeah, he's terrible. His big his big thing that he does is he does a Harry Carey impression, and this was long before Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell did it. So the night Will Ferrell did it on Saturday Night Live, Ken Severa's head must have exploded. But he uh, so he, he starts his act and he, he's doing miserable, and then he goes into Harry Carey because this was in Maryville, Indiana, you know, right outside sure. Chicago. It kills. He should have ended with Harry Carey. Finishes up his Harry Carey chunk, which is pretty substantial, and then goes into his material. Are you looking him up? Is this Ken Severa? Yep. That very own Ken Severa. Come on. How are we doing? Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's Friday night in Rockford. How are we doing? Wow. He's got a nice tie on. Damn happy to be here. I was in Belvedere last night. <laughs> My career's on fire. There he is, the famous Kinks opener. Ken Severa. <laughs> Just horrendous. I'm like, how did he get the gig to open Maybe for Maybe that's why the Kinks were half-packed. Because they knew that was coming out. Yeah, you know, Martin and Lewis, Kinks and Severa. It's the <laughs> Hi, I'm opening for the Kinks. <laughs> Hi, cry. play that. Hi, Dave. <laughs> could you play that? You really got me. That's my horrible um, Harry Carey. That was great. I was. Uh, I thought it was him for a second. And you didn't. <laughs> it's your turn. Play a song. All right, we're gonna we're gonna jump over to Face to Face, which is considered uh, the Kinks' really first real masterpiece. It's I I agree, and I it, it I came to I found this album late in the game. It's just one of the ones that eluded me, 
And when I when I put it on, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like this is a classic." I'm in my st- opinion. I'm stealing this one, and I apologize. What do you got? Because I know it's on your list. You Track taking? number seven, sir. Just say the name. No. Oh. Taking it off my list, you motherfucker. Kyle, do you know this song? The taxman's taken all my dogs Poignant. And left me in my stately home Blazing on a sunny afternoon And I can't sail my yacht He's taken everything I got All I've got this sunny afternoon Save me, save me, save me from this squeeze. I got a big fat mama trying to break me. Now, uh, here's the difference. In the UK, that album is uh, goes up to number 12 mm-hmm. on the charts. And in the US, that album goes up to 135. Jeez. I know. What's up? Any other band, that song's a breakout. That that's that's it. That's your number one. I mean, what is happening with that? Well, the what? Beatles, the Stones, <laughs> you know, everybody what, else is what, huge. Did they just not have good label support? Hey, look, once we get that wall up, no one's going to be coming over across <laughs> that pond. No new music. Any music will be made by Don Jr. <laughs> uh, he puts a kazoo in his ass and he fucking toots it up. He toots when he fires a rifle. <laughs> When he's uh, when he's in another country and he's killing big game with his stupid brother Eric. Speaking of big game, Trump the game presidential <laughs> edition. Get it now. It's on shelves. It's at Macy's, the best, the finest department store. You see Santa there. Yeah. Mel- Melania is going to come over right now and she's going to tell us what she thinks of Trump the game. Melania, this game it it's a good game. Thank you, Melania. Looking good. You're quite a pistol. I've never seen you more uh, animated. Uh, this is the first song on Face to Face. A little sound effects coming up. This song is called Party Line. Let's hear this. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. I think you played this on our phone episode. Well, maybe I did. <laughs> we had a phone episode? About calling and stuff. Hello? Okay. Who's that speaking, please? Hey. <laughs> I, I really, I really thought when he was like, "Who was that speaking?" And then they started playing. He was gonna be like, "A guitar." <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not a Monty Python <laughs> album, Kyle. And then click. No one expects a Spanish Inquisition. Uh, uh, now, off, uh, this is a B side from that same era, and it's also gonna have sound effects. And I guess for uh, for face to face, that was the idea that every one of because the, there's Holiday in Waikiki, yep. and they have all these songs that have. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go to number seventeen, and we're gonna hear about the big black smoke. It's the monster on the uh, Lost. Mm-hmm. This is all about Lost. She was sick and tired of 
away Looking for her child in the big black smoke In the big black Uh, I guess someone explained to me that the bl- the big black smoke was what they called London back during the industrial era because I, of all the factories smoke. and stuff. I yeah. honestly thought you were going to launch into a lost explanation. No. And I was going to go, who cares? <laughs> the five people that are convincing themselves that they didn't waste six years of their lives. J.J. Abrams cares. Does yeah. he? He doesn't. He's just sits on a pile of Star Wars money. He doesn't give a shit. God bless him. Well, look, he did, he did Mission Impossible 3. We agree that that's good. That's a yeah. great one. Uh, we like both Star Trek movies. Yeah, and Star Wars. No, no, I'm, Wars. Say, I'm saying, yeah. He doesn't care about Lost. Yeah, he doesn't care. I don't, oh, yeah, good. I don't either. Yeah. Did you watch Lost? I did. I gave up on it. I didn't make it all the As way. soon as Ben moved the island by turning that crank, I was done. You mean, his, you mean his dick? No, no. Remember, he had that wheel? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I know. It's I was idiotic, like, stupid. And, and couldn't look more f- like a rubber set if you tried. It's ridiculous. It looks like something out of Batman and Robin. No, yeah, I hate watch that for a good three seasons, definitely. I, I was into the mystery at first, I'm not going to lie. It yeah, me. me too. Like, everything was Absolutely. different. Then Absolutely. It was too much mystery. But yeah, then after they stopped answering questions, I was like, well, there's no need to... Not every show answers all the questions. <laughs> Shut up. Good ones every do. Good ones do, yeah. <laughs> um, let's hear uh, another song from Face to Face. Let's hear Rosie, Won't You Please Come Home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> picking some past... It's the, why didn't I think of that? That's the... Can you find it, Kyle? Yep. Rosie, won't you please come home? Mama, don't know where you've been. Rosie, won't you please come home? Your room's clean and no one's in it. Like in like a sixties happening right now. Yeah. It's just. Have you ever been to London? No. Have you ever it. been to a happening? No. I love. I love it so much. Was it awesome? It's. I think I've been there five times now. I love it. Like Pilar was. She would always, always be like, "No, when I go to London this year, you don't want to go back to London again, do you?" And I'm like, "Yes." She's like, "Damn it." <laughs> so time Probably. away. I love it so, so time much. To escape. Like, it makes me. When I'm there, I fantasize about what was what's it like to live here. What would what would it be like to grow up when Ray and Dave did? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, if you listen to Arthur, not that great. Not that great. <laughs> I know, but um, yeah, it's just I just love it so much. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. No. I think part of it. And this was on. I mean, look, there's no language barrier when you go visit there. So immediately you feel. Like you know, what I mean, like you're you're at home. Where where were we navigating? Where was it? Uh, oh, in Rome, it was just pathetic because there's. That, hey, when in Rome? <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> it was really tough. Well, I mean, all the roads lead there, so you can get around pretty easily. <laughs> What's next, Murray? Murio. <laughs> I was called you Murray. You're Murio. Murio. I'm still trying to recover from that joke. Murio Andretti. That was tight. That was good. You should hear some Ken Severa bits. Great. <laughs> hey, I just got back from the Cubs. He's no pal. <laughs> I'm boy, my arm's tired from booing. <laughs> 
Hey, take me out to the ball game. I used to be able to do it. I cannot do it right <laughs> let me, now. Let me ask you a personal question, Pat. Sure. How many more songs? Six from, inches. How many songs? <laughs> how many more songs from Face to Face do you have on there? I I have uh, I have three more, but I won't play them all. Yeah, because I have a bunch of B sides that are kind of smattered in between this and. Uh, okay, I'm going to name three songs, and you pick the one that I'm going to play. All right. Do you want to hear Dandy, Session Man, or I'll Remember? Ooh, I'll Remember is a good one because that's. Okay. I like it. All right, Kyle, old. play Session Man. <laughs> oh, so. I remember everything you said to me. I remember everything we did. I remember best of all the love we shared, the tears that fell now. I'm hoping that listeners right now are writing these down or they're waiting for Andrew's notes and, and clicking on the links uh, to buy like songs like that. I doubt that any, I doubt that hardly anyone's ever heard I'll Remember I think face I have, to face. That sounds very familiar to me for some reason. You just, it's like, it's like I painted a picture and you put your fist through it. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I, saying, I think I've heard that before. I, I was just saying no one has ever heard this and you come right back. How many paintings do you think Donald Trump has put his fist through? Like, seriously. Paintings? Yeah. Like I commissioned someone to do a painting, and then, and then I pay a million dollars, and I put my fist through that painting, and then I throw it off the top of Trump Tower. Look, get, uh, get my, uh, I'm going to call my assistant. Uh, Annie, uh, could you bring a Jackson Pollock in here, please? <laughs> I'm really pissed. I'm going to put my jack boot through it. Then I'm going to crack open a, a can of Trump Mountain Dew Gold Edition, and I'm going to guzzle that down. It's made with diamonds and gold. It's made just for me. It's like the Baja Blast, but just for me. And then I'm going to have a can of Trump tuna that is uh, soaked in uh, champagne. And then I masturbate I like with a Trump it, steak. You, you, you masturbate with a Trump steak? You put that on your you put that on your eye after you get a you have, to, you have to get punched through a painting and it, it heals right up. <laughs> Eric and Don, could you get in here and for my entertainment, I'd like you guys <laughs> to foot wrestle. <laughs> Indian leg wrestle. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, play the play the Star Trek the fight music the from, from the one where Spock gets all horny. <laughs> And then I would like you to reenact Eric, your Spock, and I would like Don Jr. to be the aforementioned Captain Kirk. And if you guys could reenact the scene from Wrath of Khan where Spock dies. End scene. I don't think he's ever watched an episode of Star Trek. No. The best show that I watch, and I still love it, is uh, Magnum P.I., and season three, a celebrity apprentice. Magnum P.I., he drives a car that I love. It's the greatest car. It's the best car. It's the greatest car because it's the best. That was back when America was making great Ferraris, and we will be great again, and we will make the Ferrari great again here in the United States. I promise you. I promise you. My favorite candy bar is the Take Six. It's one better than Take Five because I made it better. Because I put, I put emeralds in it. Hey, and when I, when I punch a painting, I say take six. I put my thumb in my fist and I drive it through. That's six. 
Look, most of this will be cut out of the episode, and this will go on the banter CD. No, okay, let's get rid of it. Yeah, we're way... It's crazy. How long have we been recording? Not that Only long. Only an hour and eight minutes. Oh, it feels like five minutes underwater. It feels like five hours, <laughs> five minutes underwater. That's not bad. That's no, it's, it's only an hour and eight minutes. Oh, yeah, dude, we and I'm I'm only like a third of the way through my list. Perfect, so perfect. And already people are sick of it. It's weird. Are we moving on to your? You got some singles. I got some singles. We can go to something else. Now let's do your singles, and then we'll go to something else. Well, let's. And when I say something else, I'm like a different topic. <laughs> well, I got some singles that could be either or. They're they're kind of they're they're a little they're lost in the mists of time. Let's hear them. I know they're good. Okay, well here's a great one that I love. Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> Gets me every time because I'm dumb. Uh, this is actually a, we're going to hear this on, an, this was released as a single and later made its way on to uh, something else. So we're not going to play that track because I'm sure you have it. But this was the B side to it. Uh, this is track 11 and it's called Act Nice and Gentle. And it is fantastic. Listen to Dave, he gets really twangy here. You don't need no fancy clothes, where'd you get them goodness knows? Just show some civility. God, I love that. Yeah. That's good. We shouldn't even talk. We should just let the music speak. We should just look at each other. Gaze. Well, oh, sure. Um, so the the, uh, the name that was a single, but the name of the album is actually something else by the Kings. By the Kings, the That's full right. title. And this is the last album that shall tell me produces and then from here on in Ray I heard, I heard you watched a movie with him. Oh I love watching a movie with Batman, him. Batman Superman? No, no, no. BVS. No. <laughs> no, no. I don't like watching I, that. I don't like watching that movie with anyone. If you had recorded Ray and Dave fighting, that would have been better than the, the Batman versus a- Superman. And their mom has the same name. <laughs> yeah, I would rather <laughs> <laughs> That's it, we're done. Thank Ray, you. Ray V Dave. You ruined that. Shut up. I saved you $20. What do you think? What if you think your mom's name is Martha? Who knew Batman had a safe word? How kinky is this guy, huh? I know. God, that movie fucking blows. It was terrible. How? I've been on a four-week rant on I've been on I've been on podcasts talking about it, too. It's just ridiculous. Well, you know what? You know what's going to help that? Uh, something Else by the Kinks. Well, let's hear. I'm going to play the A side then of the song that you just played. I, I knew quite you would... possibly my favorite Kinks song. Quite possibly in my top five songs of all time. I also went to uh, the Waterloo Station when I was in, and you know we got to see mm-hmm. the sun go down there. So this is Waterloo Sunset. I'm rock solid. Thank you. <laughs> Why can't I find this? One? I don't know what's wrong with you tonight. You want me to sing it? No. Dirty old river, must you keep rolling, rolling 
there with with anything that the Beatles did. That's it is. Just, it is. It, it has to be. It's so great. In our hearts it is. In my heart it is. And let me let me pause very quickly because I, I always want I want to let people know. Like I said, I don't hate the Beatles, but No, I don't hate the Beatles at all. And and the Kinks aren't I didn't call I the Kinks weren't like a band like I like the I don't like the Beatles because I, I like the Kinks. I I found the Kinks pretty late in life. Mm-hmm. I was already pretty I mean I knew some of their songs but yeah. I really didn't go and dig through until my friend John, yeah. like, you know, kind of prompted me to. But um, now that I do, uh, now that I am a fan, I there is not. I wouldn't say resentment, but it's it's the same thing. It's that why isn't this? Why isn't this? Why don't you like this as much? Give it a chance. Yep. I wish so. I would have been cool enough. Like in high school and college, I knew once once they came roaring back with "Give the People What They Want." Mm-hmm. I, I, I had that and I bought everything from then on and a couple albums back. But I wish I would have been cool enough in college to have had these 60s albums yeah. and been putting them on the, uh, on the turntable. Again, once, you know what? I, I, because no one, no one that I went, in college, no one was playing, you know, something else by the kinks or sure. face to face. I wish I would have been cool enough. Because yeah. I did play some stuff where people would go, what the fuck is this? And I'd be like, it's this, man. And they'd be like, whatever. Yeah. I wish I, you know, they'd punch me. (laughs) If only we had known each other back then. Yeah. Your mom's name is Martha, right? My mom's name is actually, um, (laughs) I wanted to, Lupe. Oh my God. (laughs) That's so weird. My mom's name is Estelle. So that's where, yeah, we're just not. Mario is Hispanic. Um, uh, we, we, the, that's Davies, our, that's the Davies' mom name. is uh, is Annie. I looked it oh. up. Annie Davies. Annie Davies. Annie, get your gun. And pronounced in 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 England, they pronounce it Davis. 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 Kind of like Maybe you take yeah. an e out of there. Yeah. Are you Ray Davies? Yeah. That's on one of the live albums. Is that true? Yeah. I have a I have the title track from. Uh, not the title track. The, from the, from, from Kings ba- Live. The opening track. <laughs> this song is to, called BVS. To, uh, to uh, something else by the Kinks. It's track 13 on your, uh, uh, by your reckoning there, uh, Kyle. Let's listen to... Uh, is it? I don't know. Mine's all... It's oh, no, it's not. Up. It's uh, number 12 on yours, buddy. Why, why won't he say the title? <laughs> why do you refuse to say the title? Nice and smooth. Oh. David Watts. <laughs> Also a big hit for the jam. The jam, right. I am a dull and simple Cannot tell water from I love that he makes them do these ridiculous background voice vocals. 
jump right into from the same album let's jump right into love me till the sun shines ah. and this is dave on lead vocal also written by dave Now, do you like Dave on vocals? I know some people don't. Oh no, I do. I do. I'm not. I'm not. I have it on my list, but I'm not going to play it. I'm not that big of a fan of Death of a Clown. That's a, people seem to know that song. Though. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, I don't have it either. And it's not because I don't. I, I just don't. I don't like the song that much. I just don't like the song. Yeah. I don't. I, I like when he sings. It's cool. Because he's not. He's not as good a singer as Ray. No. And again, like, look, Ray's not the greatest neither vocalist. Of them, neither of them. No. Are. Mick Jagger's not the greatest vocalist. But again, I think like Ray knew how. To, like I said, Adele's Ray, not great. Hello. <laughs> She's got that weird. It's, I think it's her accent. So when yeah. she sings "Skyfall," it's like mm-hmm. "Let the sky fall." Celine Dion, eh, Rumbo. It's fine. Streisand. Yeah. You know. She's no Megan Trainer. Oh, that goes. That goes about one thing only. That's my. What's the, that? The bass. Oh. She's all about it. Wow. No trouble. I don't want no trouble, friend. Listen. So, what do you think about Dave on vocals? I don't mind it. I know, but I know people dislike him. I know people dislike him. Maybe he's the person that's keeping people from listening to the Kings. They don't little, like the four songs he sings. He gets a little nasally. Yeah, yeah, the four out of 300 that they've done. Uh, when we saw him in concert, that was a pretty great show. It was a great He did a great job. And yeah. I thought, well, he's, he's been... Post-stroke. Yeah. He played. How did you know? What? That, that show was post-stroke for me. <laughs> no. Oh, you had a stroke, too. You and Well, you, I right before the concert. Day. You don't go out with a, you know... What's your next tune? Are we still on? Uh, are, we, are you moving to some singles? I got. I got a some. single right here. Uh, this is on. I think. Believe you have number eleven on on your list there, Kyle. If, if things have been changed here, refuses to yep. say the song title. This is Polly. Polly. Bought not by the one by Nirvana. Do you know the song, Kyle? I don't think I do know the song. This is a this is a companion piece to Big Back Smoke. Polly wouldn't listen to her mama. Wouldn't listen to her papa She tried to make the sweet city sing And now 
This is the period, uh, that wasn't Dave on vocal, but this is the period where Dave is singing, pushing to sing a lot of songs yeah. in this uh, 1967 yeah, yeah, yeah. era. No, my, I thought you were going to play the single. I'm going to play, I'm going to play the, the A side and the B side right now. Perfect. This is, uh, let's, some let's hear some, the A side of Days. Pat, you, you were to play this at my funeral if you outlived me. I was just going to say the same thing. That I wanted to play it at my funeral. Suicide pack. Are you in, Kyle? If Trump gets elected, we do it. We take the gas pipe. I can't take that chance. I'm going to use this Obamacare to get a cyanide tooth put in. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good piece of business. Hey, turn that back up. We're done. You're with me every single day, believe me. Days I remember all my life Days when you can't see wrong from right You took my life But then I knew that very soon you'd leave me But it's alright Very nice. Great stuff. And now the B-side is... Um, is uh, I can't talk. I just had a stroke. The B-side is an amazing song. An amazing song. People might know this one. Play. She's got everything. Oh. If you, pal, if you want to skip ahead to, if you go to my list on that same song, if you go to 105, I have that highlighted for uh, Ray's or Dave's uh, solo. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Also, that song, uh, that song was covered by the Romantics on their debut album. And that always reminds me of That's What I Like About You. Mm-hmm. That song exactly. I think it's on there, yeah. Can we give Dave Davies some some love? Yeah, he's a pretty cool guitarist. And underrated, in my opinion. Definitely underrated. I mean, I only know Steve Miller. Steve Miller's okay. <laughs> Who else do you know? You know uh, Pat Travers? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Because the lights go out. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, that's it. Yuli John Roth. Oh, yeah. Those well, are the yeah, three yeah. guitars. That's it. Those are the only guitars. <laughs> so, Dave, real, no, honestly, though. Underrated as a guitarist. Okay, now 
are we moving? Are we moving on to the Village Green Preservation Society? Sure, I have a, I have a cup. Yeah, we can go ahead. We're, we're, are you in? What do you got? No, 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 no. We're good. We got plenty of time. <laughs> How are you feeling, Kyle? Fine. When Kyle was here, it's always he's he's always it's late and he's he has to work the next day. So, listen, my daughter doesn't yeah. have to go to school. Just tomorrow. go in and phone it in, man. <laughs> just like just like now. Yeah. <laughs> phone in is that your is that your motto, man? Phone it in. Phone it in. Me with you should every, get that on a t-shirt. Just t-shirts is phone it in. I like that. Every I episode like of my podcast is phoned in. Uh, okay, so this album that came out in 1968. This this album is called the Village Green Preservation Society. Mm-hmm. This, how do people not know this the way they know Sergeant Pepper or? Other albums that people know. <laughs> well, they, they end of a movie starring George Burns. Oh, that's right. And the Bee Gees. Um, <laughs> this album, I think I told you, in the, this was released the day of the, the White Album was released. So it just got buried commercially. I don't think it even cracked. And I, that's, that's the Beatles album that gets the least amount of plays because there's so many tracks I have to skip over to find a good track. You don't get it, man. You don't get it. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. You don't understand. Yeah. Oh, I'd get it. Number nine. Number, number nine. nine. God, no. If I want to hear number nine over and over again, I go way to the deli. <laughs> I need to hear their bullshit. <laughs> I want to hear number 69. Hello. <laughs> number 69. So anyway, this, is, this album is, is awesome. Yes. There's a, Buy it. I'm going to play a track that you might know from, uh, actually, two of these songs you might know now because they were in commercials. I know which one you're going for, yep. Uh, so let's first play a little song called Picture Book. This might be one of the most, because of that commercial, I bet this is one of the most popular kink songs now because of that commercial. Picture yourself when you're getting on. that in an iTunes commercial or something or an Hewlett-Packard, iPhoto? Uh, Hewlett-Packard. Oh, that was it. Printer. Was printer, yeah. That's you know what's funny about that song is how, it, to raise credit as a songwriter, how bitter and cynical, even though that song sounds really cheerful, he's, yeah. there's a line there where he says, uh, those days, uh, something, something, when you were just a baby, those days when you were happy, <laughs> assuming that you're just miserable <laughs> Miserable now, now yep. as, an, as a grown-up. I love it. And how old would Ray, Ray Davies been at this point when he was uh, writing all these songs? Sixty-eight. Uh, he was sixty-eight years old. That would make him. He's a, he's one hundred and four years old mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Ray would have been in his late twenties, early thirties at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't even think thirty. May. I don't he was think born. 30. He was born during World War II, I believe. If only there was someone who could look this up. I wish there was a way to find out how old Ray Davies was in nineteen sixty-eight. Only there was some way. I was four. Were you born yet, Mario? I was born in 1971. Oh, I wish you would have said 69. Up yeah, up top. Ray Davies was born June 21st, 1944. 
So he was 24. Wow. 24. Writing, and look what he, look at all the songs we've played I know. that he's already written. And there's, there's, there's 80 songs we didn't play or haven't played or won't play. When I was 24, I was halfway through a 12-year junior college career. Well, that's like people say, you know, Springsteen wrote Born to Run when he was 25. We always used to joke when we were doing comedy. They're like, yo, I, I wrote my best dick joke at 25. Yeah. How was it? Wasn't even my best. What was your best one? Uh, it's still it's a work in progress. You got a song from uh, Village Green Preservation Society? I have Society? one. It's, this is actually you only have one? No, I have a few. Okay. This is actually not the title track. This is going to be track... Because we're a little off for whatever reason. Say the title. Uh, it's actually just, it's not Village Green Preservation Style. It's actually just called Village Green. It's track 13. And another one of my daughter's favorites. Out in the country, far from all the subtle noise of the city, there's a village green. I lost set eyes in the church with the steeple down by the village green. Twas there I met a girl called Daisy and kissed her. Kyle keeps looking at me. I don't know if he's looking at me for like affirmation, like this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. Just just being cordial. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Mario. <laughs> Tip Hello. Of, tip of Hello, hat. who's on the phone? Are they phoning it in? Oh, I'm on the party line. A guitar? <laughs> That's the greatest reaction. What's all that racket? Do you need to have a, a shirt made that just says a guitar? <laughs> and like, like an exclamation point, a question mark, yep. and another exclamation mm-hmm. A guitar. That's, that's your next shirt. Well, I'm going to play another song off this album. This, is, uh, this was also in a commercial. Was this for Converse sneakers? I don't remember. I think this was what it, I think that was what it was used for. Uh, Kyle, let's hear Starstruck. Oh, I'm so starstruck. Baby, you don't know what you're saying because you're a victim of bright city lights. But your mind is not right. You think the world's at your feet because you're starstruck, baby. Starstruck. You're taking it by the light. You know that one, Kyle? I do not. That was in a commercial. I thought it was. That is a good one. Someone uh, could confirm. There's that so many in a commercial. There's I'm so trying many. to look it up now. I tried. I couldn't find it, so don't bother. You're Hold not on. better than me. <laughs> he has the best internet. <laughs> look. <laughs> Trump Wi-Fi. It's the best, and your password is Trump. <laughs> No matter where you go, you won't forget it. Look, no one's going to be hacking anyone and stuff because they all have the passwords. That's right. Everyone's got it. Mm-hmm. So they don't need that. No one's going to be in your stuff. You, but if Melania, you, my, but Melania if, you have- if you could come in here for a second and tell us what the password is. Trump. But Mr. Trump, if, you, if I have your password, I have yes. access to your, your, your files and things like that. Well, then you're going to find the best files. I can also get. Hey, you might see a picture of my extremely large penis. <laughs> but I, I can't help that. But I also yeah. have access to your financials. Uh, you know, I could get into your bank accounts, things like that. Sure, but look, 
it's the best thing. I have so much money. You could get in there, hack away, <laughs> take some money, pay a bill. I won't even miss it. So you're saying I could get into Look, your- I'm going to own everything. So if you go pay a bill with my money, it's just coming right back to me. So what you're saying is under the Trump regime, I can get into someone else's computer and it's not a crime because we all have the same password. Exactly. Correct. I can take Look, hey, some of the other candidates, they want everyone to have everything like communism and socialism <laughs> and all that. This is different. Everyone just has a, it's the same password. That's it. So- it, it, so everything's the same, but it, it's not communism or socialism? Look. Yes. In order to bring this back around so that we can get back on track and make a podcast great again, I want to say, God bless the kinks. I, I have a song. Uh, this is probably uh, a song about, uh, uh, <laughs> I thought it was about Wyoming maybe, but it's uh, track number, I'm looking, Maybe. I think I have 18, but it might be seven. It would be so good if you would say a name of a song. Big Sky. Thank you. In stereo. Sorry, Pat. God damn it. Sounds so much better. Well, I have it in mono, so let's play them back to back. Whoa. See what happens in stereo? Listen for the Trump voiceover. Big sky looked down on all the people looking up at the big sky. Everybody's pushing one another around. The big sky feels sad when you see the children scream and cry. But the big sky too big to let it get him down. Big sky too big to cry. And now let's hear it in mono. See how it sounds in mono. Mm. See if it sounds like Big Sky looked down on all the people. That sounds different. Not saying it's better or worse. All right, that's cool. Kyle's lost. We've lost Kyle. (laughs) We've completely lost Kyle. Yeah, you're texting. Who are you texting? Not the lady. Who? Marissa. Marissa, what's she want? Yep. You let it know you're going to be another We two need hours. milk and bread and eggs. <laughs> we don't live together. And if you could bring me a cotton of camel cigarettes. Cotton? A cotton of cams. <laughs> She's not like a great aunt that I live with. Oh, so you do live with her? No. Well, it sounds like you just slipped up. <laughs> Pat, um, do you have any other songs? <laughs> yes, I do. I have another song. I feel like I'm dragging the show down. No one's dragging it's anything down. It's only been an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, that's it? I do a three-hour podcast. Did I play Session Man? No. Jump back up to face-to-face, Kyle, and play Session Man. Core Progressian. Yeah. It's about Hal Blaine. Maybe. He never will forget it all. The day he played at the Albert Hall. A million sessions ago, it seemed. He's a Session Man. A core Progressian. And then let's stay on face to face for a second and just let me hear a little bit of Dandy. That was the same song. Aggressive acoustic guitar. Dandy, Dandy. Maybe not. Where you gonna go now? Who you gonna run to? Are you a little life? You're chasing all the girls 
wrote that about his brother and uh, made him sing it. Yep. Probably. I like that. What do, you, what do you got next? You got anything? I got a I got a rare beast. No, this is actually a single from uh right around the um uh Village Green era and it would be track 22 or 23. It's Autumn Almanac. Oh my god, this is terrific. I give it to him a little while ago. Great tune. Kyle's, I was, I've lost Kyle completely. It's okay. He's just enjoying it. I lost control of the Kyle. We've been talking about the album. The we've, been, we've been talking about this album, so let's play the title track from the Village Green there Preservation Society. Scratch that off my list, you rat bastard. Preservation Society God save the old duck For the bill and variety We are the desperate and Appreciation Society God save strawberry jam And all the different varieties Preserving the old ways From being abused Protecting the new ways For me and for you What more can we do very good, Kyle. Kyle's on it. We are almost to the last album of uh, the 60s. I know, so that we only have an hour to go. Do you have any uh, other singles you want to... No, I'm, I, from here on on, from here on out, it's all album stuff. I can't even speak. Which is Arthur, Arthur only. Yes. All right. Do you want Arthur, you said... Uncle Arthur? Do you want to give... He reads comics. <laughs> do you want to read the... Uh, do you want to give them the background of what Arthur was? Originally? Well, since it's your, one of your favorite albums by the Kinks, why don't you tell us? <laughs> what? I'm just laughing. Because uh, you threw that right back at me. That's professional. Well, that's because I know that this is one of your favorite it albums. It is one of my favorite albums. They're all my babies. Is it, the, is it the movie, Arthur? It is not. But here's, but here's something interesting, Kyle, or not. It was a soundtrack to a, and it was a TV show they were going to do. It was going to be a television movie. And it was going to tell the entire history of Britain... Uh, through the eyes of of a working class guy named Arthur, who was born in the Victorian area, lived through World War II, and then had settled into this sort of suburbia in the 1960s. And he wrote all these songs, so it would have been the first kind of concept album, and they shelved it, 
And so Tommy beat it out by like, I think six months or something. Yeah. Always the kinks. It's, it's always the timing with the kinks yeah. is always terrible. But I do like Tommy better than Arthur. You think so? I, for me. Yeah. One, one has pinball. Yeah. Yeah. This one has war. That's true. <laughs> God, that's some other. I didn't and put that's it a, in. And that's a boring card I, game. Not as exciting as pinball. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to play, if you don't mind. Would you like me to go first, Pat? Yeah, absolutely. This is probably my favorite uh, um, Kinks song. One of my favorite songs. I would say probably my favorite song of all time. This is Victoria. What? Yeah, this is my favorite. Favorite song of all time. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually going to have you started at 227, and here's why. This is your Waterloo Sunset. Yes, uh, if you listen to the beginning, you'll you'll know it. I think most a lot of people know this song without knowing it's the Kinks. I think so too. But the reason I'm starting it here is because um, a Ray Davis or Ray is singing in character, and b only Ray Davies would decide to throw in like a little geography lesson for you. And then if you listen while he's playing, Dave is going absolutely nuts in the background uh, while he's playing uh, while he's backing up Ray. He's screaming and having a good time. So. Let's listen to Victoria. get any better than that Kyle did you know that song uh, no I didn't but it has now rocketed to the top of your list hasn't it because Mario said that most people know that song even if they don't know it know it love it it's kids. great <laughs> my, uh, my favorite so I know dismissive my favorite song my oh. favorite song from the Arthur album yes sir in glorious mono is a little bit uh, of a song called some mother's son that's the one I was just going to bring up. Glorious Mono is my favorite um, Quentin Tarantino movie. Some lies in a field. Someone has killed some other son today. Head blown up by some soldier's gun. While all the mothers If I die in battle, I want that played at my funeral. Yeah, you got it. I, I want to name, uh, uh, we're not dying. I just want to name a couple, some songs that we didn't get to tonight. I'm Not Like Everybody Else. Dead End Street. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, did we play You Still Want Me? I don't think we did. Nope. 
who will be the next in line. That's mm-hmm. a great one. Um, Gems, all of w- them. Wonder Boy, Susanna's Still Alive. Wonder Boy, reputed to be John Lennon's favorite kink song. Wow. And, Don't um, know if that's true. I mean, just a million, a million songs we didn't get to. Do you have one more? Or I have two a, more. Off, I have a couple off of Arthur. Off, off of Arthur, if you yeah, want. If yeah, you let's want. hear them. And then we, when we, we agreed on a playout song. Oh yeah. Um, well, there's a couple. So let's do. Uh, let's do. The, I know why a lot of people don't like uh, the Kinks because of this uh, brainwashed. They're brainwashed. Let's hear that song called Brainwashed. This is on. Uh, I was gonna play a couple more, but they're all depressing. So let's uh, let's end it on that because that's that's a that's a good way to go out. The um, what was I? I was just gonna say. Uh, oh, I know. I was gonna say that I uh, I I love the British invasion so much. I mean, I love it. I love it. I believe. Don't you. look at me like you don't love it. You no, love it. I do love it. Um, but we're building I, that wall. I can't. Um, <laughs> I can't wait until we do the '70s show now. That from, 70s from, show? From, from 1970 to 1979, the Kinks released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven albums. Look, Kyle's awake. He just had a giant Coke. You think we should just keep going? You're all burgered up. Here's what's great. They released an album in 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, two in 75. Took a break in 76, and then yeah. 77, 78, and 79. Well, they, they mourned the loss of uh, the Revolutionary War in 1770. <laughs> 200th anniversary. But And there's so much good stuff in the 70s. It's crazy. It's Star Wars. The Wars. Jaws. Do Close you, Encounters. Do, do you think... Taking a Pelham 123. Do you think... Dog Day Afternoon. That Taking a Pelham 123 is Springsteen's favorite song. I mean, his favorite movie. Is it, it's a great yeah. movie. The original or the remake? Uh, either one, just because he, he can say, you ask him what movies. Oh, I can totally get it now. Ask him what he's going to go see at the movies. What are you going to go see at the movies? Yeah, I've got to tell you something. Uh, Patty, you know, we're going to go see, uh, she wanted to rent Bridesmaids again. I, I don't like that part where they all fart and shit. So I I said, I, I, wanna, I don't really want to watch that again, if it's okay. So anyway, uh, I was talking to Nils. Nils had a, he told me I should you know watch Serpico, some something from the seventies, mm-hmm. and I said I, I seen Serpico I, I own that on Blu-ray disc, mm-hmm. so I said is there anything else I might like? And then he told me about this uh this movie it's uh, what the hell is that name of that movie? It's a uh, something about uh they took something, took some Paul some oh yeah, it's a uh, taken 
taking a pile of on ding hey. I just like thinking about Bruce Springsteen perusing the one blockbuster that's still around. Yeah, I'm gonna go down. <laughs> the only person in there. I go like, down. He just gotta, comes in here. He reads know, every the back of every fucking DVD. I go down. I go over to Asbury Park. They got a mom and pop joint that I go to. It's uh, it's uh, Katie and Phil's uh, video rentals. Oh yeah. Yeah. They hey. got, uh, also, we got uh, got a. Red box. I heard you had a police academy marathon. Which ones did you watch? Oh man, when I watch police academy, I watch uh, I watch the first one. It's just a uh, police academy, and that's the one where uh, that's the one where uh, uh, a tower rips a seat out of the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> that kills me. I watched that one with uh, Taylor Hawkins. He's funny. Yeah, you, but how many did you watch? Well, I watched the uh, first one, then I watched. Uh, I think there's eight of them, and I watched the first uh, two, three, four. <laughs> Didn't isn't Hightower a member of your band? No, no, no. You're thinking of the big man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, rock, rock and peace, Clarence. I said Clarence, not Clarence. Some people used to think that I meant. You do a great Ray Davies, that by we the way. A clear house. <laughs> this is the best Ray Davies I've ever seen. I'm not even happy with that tonight. So that was Pete Quaife, right? What? Hey, talk to me, Mario. Hmm? Do you think we're going to see the Kinks? Get together in some form, at least Ray and Dave touring. I will not because I will be in Mexico by that time after Presidente Trump sends me away. Presidente. But you, he's you, running for king. You, king of the United States. And let me tell you, I had a, I went to a Chili's the other night and they had they gave me an El Presidente margarita and I said, "You make that the president because when I become the president, that's what we're gonna call it." They tried to give me tequila. I said, "I want a beer that was brewed." In the States. So I took a Corona. <laughs> so I got a Paps Blue Ribbon in a can. And they shook it up. Hey, look, they give a blue ribbon for the prize pig. They give a blue ribbon for the prize beer. That's how it goes. That's what PBR stands for, prize beer. And when I say a blue ribbon for the prize pig, of course, I'm talking about wife number one and two. They and that fucker Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> look... Look, she's a cow. She knows she's a cow. They didn't like her on The View. They don't like her in the States. Mm-mm. I'm going to build a wall around it. It's going to be beautiful wall. Who's going to build that for you, Mr. Trump? Gonna, and Rosie's going to pay for it. I'm going to build it right around her refrigerator, and I'll be doing her a favor. Because she won't be able to get there, and she won't be able to stuff her face with the fatty snacks that she has every night. It's, if it isn't a ho-ho... It's a Twinkie, and you can bet there's a fucking chocodile in there. <laughs> Ted Cruz is lying Ted Cruz, and Obama's is jiving Obama, is what I call him, because every time I look, he's dancing around. He's not doing his job. He's dancing around that birth certificate is what he's dancing around. Look, he's <laughs> dancing around the issues. He won't say what's on his mind. What if we just, I could literally, I could do this. People have turned off by now. Oh, yeah. I could do I'm this. I'm on the lowest rated episode of this show I ever, could literally, which is awesome. I could literally do that for three hours straight. I love it. it was, I love Trump, it. Trump tunes? Trump tunes. Just all, all gold, m- money. Oh, God, made. you guys have to do an episode. Just do Look, Trump. I'm going to put a call in to April Richardson, who's my, who's, who's great. And she's good and great and the best. Mm-hmm. And see if she wants to do Trump tunes. Mm-hmm. And then we will talk like this for the whole show. People will hate it. I'll, I'll love it. I'll be right on it. Look. 
I can't stop. Okay, look, guys. Yes. Mario, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Honestly, I can't believe you asked me, and now you probably won't ask me back. No, you're going to come back. We're going to do the rest of this. Um, Give people advance warning. It's going to open in 2006. No. So um, we're going to play out with uh, the most the most well-known King song of all time. Love but where can people find you? Where can they Love find it. your podcast? So it, I, I'm trying to transition it out, but you can go to superioritycomplex.podbean.com, which is the long way, or just do a Google search, or it's in iTunes, to the Superiority Complex. And you talk about uh, fanboy stuff? Talk about issues. Okay. Important issues. Is that true? Things. Issues of comics? Well, I have my buddy John. He's a pop culture guy. And then yeah. my friend Tony. Check this out. She went to Harvard. So I feel like that's right. That kind of, that's, that's a nice. That is nice. Know, a, how many people have a, a, a Harvard grad on there? A few. Exactly. And we end up just talking about jackassery. Uh, so we, we do a lot of uh, movie reviews, uh, book reviews. We talk mostly about pop culture, who's marrying who, what's Kim K wearing. What, uh, give us, a, what's a book people should be reading right now? Right now? Yeah. Oh, well, of the Kinks, the, they just wrote that Kinks biography. Did you get it? The one that came out last year? Uh, I got the Ray Davies book. I didn't get it. There's, didn't a, get the there's a Kinks, but it's, it's, I can't remember. I should have brought the name of it. Did you read it? It's fantastic. Do you want to borrow it? Uh, just uh, send me a link to it on iTunes and I'll, I mean, on Amazon and I'll buy it. Oh, it's I fantastic. It. it came out last year and uh, I can't think of the name of it, but yeah, you should read that. What's the, what's a movie that we should go see? Uh, he just told us that you talk about movies and stuff. What's a movie we shouldn't see? We didn't, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> okay. You should go. save your money for a Civil War. It's getting oh the God. reviews are good. Mm -hmm. That's how Every, you know when a movie's good when they just start like, yeah, release the reviews. Yeah, exactly. Let's exactly. make they'll, they'll hold it till like the day before. Yeah. God, I was so. Let's wait, make let me Captain. Ask you this. This, let's make Captain America great again. Let's make this my podcast for just a second. Sure. Like I haven't done that all night. I don't care. That's a great tweet. What do you guys think about uh, the bat? The Killing Joke. Being rated R, do you are you okay with that? Are you on yeah, board? Yeah, as long as they don't make as long as they don't make it R. You know, I mean, if they just adapted the source material yeah. and it got an R, then that's fine. Right. I think the fact that it I read an article. I think the fact that it's animated is the reason it's R yeah. to kind of deter people from letting their kids see it. Yeah, versus, I don't think it's uh, going to be anything super violent. With no, the, I yeah. just think because it's dark. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's I feel like that's Warner Brothers' apology. Like, look, we can do it right. Mm -hmm. Why don't they let the animation team make those movies? These are the questions no that you'll hear on the superiority complex. Uh, you can find it. You can follow us on Twitter at soup complex, S O U P complex. Okay. And then just go to the, that's website. actually my favorite restaurant to have lunch. Yeah. The soup complex. Right. They got that. <laughs> they got those sweet potatoes and in in that gold foil. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a sweet potato. Yep. So you don't mistake it for a regular potato and give yourself a diabetic stroke. Kyle, where are you on Twitter? I'm at Kyle Dotson funny. We are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Like us on Facebook. Write a review on iTunes. Um, go to rocksolidpodcast.com to read Andrew Rich's amazing show notes. Uh, I'm sure his show notes this week will end with Pat does his stupid Trump impression for way too long, causing people to turn the show off. You know what it is? It's the best. <laughs> it's the you have good. So, Kyle, play us out with the classic, probably the number one most well-known kink song, uh, this is Ivanka and my wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mario. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Thanks. Kyle. Thanks, Mario. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah.
You got me so I don't know 